Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a very good Friday morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it is. Joe Beningo with the Oda Payne Podcast. Friday, February 10th, 2023. The Joe Beningo Oda Payne Podcast brought to you by DraftKings. The Anita Discount Tires, and of course, our friends at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Don't forget, a week from tonight, the next live broadcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. All right, a lot to cover here today. Obviously, Super Bowl 57, but that's on the back burner. I'll give you my prediction later on. I'm picking the Chiefs, getting uh, getting the point and a half. So there's my pick. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I gave it to you now. You don't even have to wait. Now, you know my football team, the New York Jets, they always do their best work when they're not playing football games. I mean, let's be uh, be honest about it. And last night was one of the great nights in the history of my football, New York football Jets. One of the great nights in the history. NFL honors last night, and it it was unbelievable. Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year. Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year. But more important than that, the two greatest defensive players in the history of the franchise go into the Hall of Fame together. Darrell Revis, of course, Revis Island, one of the great lockdown corners in the history of the game, and the long-awaited, the long-overdue, one of the greatest defensive linemen in the history of football, the only guy ever to be all-pro at three different positions, on the defensive line, defensive end, defensive tackle, and nose tackle. Number 73, one of my all-time favorite players, the leader of the sack exchange, Joe Joe Klecko, finally getting in the freaking Hall of Fame. It's about time. Unbelievable. This was one of the great nights in the history of the Jets. Joe Namath introducing Klecko. And it's really a joke. I mean, Klecko should have been in a long time ago. You know, you know, you could talk about all the all the great defensive linemen that we've seen, whether it's Reggie White, whether it's uh, Carl Eller and Alan Page or Bob Lilly or Merlin Olson or David Deacon Jones or Mean Joe Green. I mean, we could go on and on. All the greats, you know, Aaron Donald who's playing now, all the great defensive linemen that ever played the game. Joe Klecko is right up there with him. You know, the guy was almost unblockable. And the only thing that ever stopped Klecko was injuries. He had his, he had, um, he had more than his fair share of injuries, but he is one of the great defensive linemen that ever freaking played the game. And I am so happy that he finally got in. You know, it's funny. I was looking, I have the poster uh, down in the basement here where I got all my, you know, all my sports stuff. And I got my jet wall behind me. And I got the poster from the original Ring of Honor, New York Jet Ring of Honor, the first class ever to get in. And I'm looking at it, and all everybody on it, all six guys of the initial Jet Ring of Honor class are now in the Hall of Fame. 
Joel Namath, Weeb Eubank, Don Maynard, Curtis Martin, Winston Hill, and now finally Joe Klecko. And I am so freaking happy. I'm telling you, I can't, I couldn't be happier that he's finally in. Darrell Rebus is in. I, it's only fitting that the two greatest, like I said, the two greatest defensive players in the history of our franchise are go in Canton together. And if you're a Jet fan, you know, this summer in August when they have the Hall of Fame game in Canton, which very well, you, you got to believe the Jets have a good chance of, of being in that game because of the two guys that are going in. You got to think maybe there's a good chance they'll play in that game. But this might be a time, if you're a Jet fan, to make that trek to the Hall of Fame ceremonies in Canton to watch, as I said, the two greatest defensive players in the history of our franchise, two homegrown Jets, both drafted by the Jets, both of them, Joe uh, Joe Klecko out of Temple, Darrell Rivas out of Pitt, going into the Hall of Fame together. That might be a trip worth taking to Canton, Ohio this summer. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, I could not be happier. Like I said, Joe Klecko finally getting in his long, long overdue. Maybe now, maybe we could start now working on maybe Mark, getting Mark Gastineau into the Hall of Fame. Maybe it's time we started to look at him as well. But just a, a, a tremendous night as Darrell Rivas and Joe Klecko go in. Uh, it was an interesting class. Joe Thomas, the great uh, Cleveland Brown offensive lineman, goes in. Rondé Barber, long overdue. One of the great defensive backs of all time. Uh, the only guy to have 30 sacks and 30 interceptions in history of his uh, in his career. Nobody else has done that. And Rondé going in with that. Uh, all those other great Hall of Famers from that 2002 Tampa Bay defense. John Lynch, Warren Sapp, and Derek Brooks. So Rondé Barber, he gets in last night as well. Zach Thomas, the great linebacker from the Dolphins. He goes in. Jason Taylor got in. Zach Thomas had to get in. I mean, those... You remember those teams? How much did you hate them as a Jet, as a Jet fan? Zach Thomas and Jason Taylor, but Zach Thomas uh, does get in the Hall of Fame. It's amazing. Jason Taylor actually played a year in 2010 with the Jets, as we all remember, stunningly enough. Uh, Demarcus Ware, the great defensive uh, defensive end for the Cowboys and also the Denver Broncos, uh, he goes into the Hall of Fame as well. Ken Riley, the late great cornerback from the Cincinnati Bengals, goes in. Chuck Howley. The tremendous linebacker from the Cowboys, the only the only guy ever to be a Super Bowl MVP on the losing team. He did it with Dallas in Super Bowl five when they lost to the then Baltimore Colts. All those guys go now into the Hall of Fame. Uh, unbelievable. Also, Don Coriel, the great Air Coriel, the head coach of the St. Louis Cardinals, and then of course those San Diego Charger teams with Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow and. John Jefferson and Charlie Joyner and Wes Chandler and all those guys. Chuck Muncie, he finally now, Coriel goes in the Hall of Fame as well. But a big night if you're a fan of the New York Jets. And like I said, we always seem to do our best work when we're not playing football games. Isn't it amazing? Sauce Gardner, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Darrell Rivas and Joe Klecko enshrined now in Canton. They'll, they'll wear the gold jackets, pro football, Hall of Famers. Congratulations to all of them. Now, while I'm talking about my football team here, now it looks like Derek Carr is on his way to the New Orleans Saints. All signs point to that. So you could basically take one guy off the board as far as, you know, 
uh, who our quarterback's going to be going forward this year. So it looks like Carr's on his way. I'm sure my my son Johnny's happy about it. He's on his way to the Saints as I take a shot as my Maxwell House good to the last drop coffee. Here we go. Tremendous. Um, yes. So it looks like Derek Carr's on his way to the Saints. So Aaron Rodgers is still out there. And, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo, I still will believe it when I see it that Aaron Rodgers is going to actually wind up a member of the New York Jets. Now, Rodgers is going on this crazy retreat, I guess, right? He's going into some dark room for four days? What? He's going... <laughs> My wife He's going into a dark room? For, I mean, like, I, when I heard about this, and I guess, you know, you go in there and you, I get, what do you, meditate for four days? I mean, I know Rogers is a little little out there. But when, what do you do? You meditate for four days? So you go into this dark, nothing but darkness, slipping into darkness. I wonder <laughs> if, gonna have, if he's going to have some war piped in. I don't know. But four days of darkness, I guess all they, I guess you go to like to some retreat. I guess it's like a regular retreat. You actually pay for this too, probably a lot. You go into this stupid dark room, and I guess they give you food. They got a bathroom in there. I, I, I asked. I said, does he have a woman with him at least? I mean, for, to <laughs> occupy his time? I guess not. So I guess you go into this dark room for four days, and when you come out, you know. I guess Roger <laughs> said when he comes out, he'll know. I mean, what is it, like Christ going into the desert for 30 days and 30 nights? Right? I'll know. I think Christ already knew, but I mean, I, I'll know. I mean, I, unbelievable. So I don't know. Who knows? I, I please. I, I don't know what to say. But you know, maybe when Rogers comes out of the dark room, you know, I mean, if he's not a little stir crazy when he comes out, uh, you know, and he'll he'll say maybe maybe the maybe the light shines on him. No, wait a minute. The right light shines on Rogers, and it's like ah, the Jets. Somehow I doubt that's happening. But anyway, so Derek Carr looks like he's off the board. We better get Rodgers. I don't think we will. I think when all is said and done, we're going to wind up with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that's going to be the guy, if you ask me. Because I, I just can't I can't believe Rodgers is going to come here. I just don't buy it. Maybe he'll go to the Raiders with his, with his buddy Devontae Adams. I don't know. I know we have Nathaniel Hackett as the offensive coordinator now. But, I, you know, I just I have a hard time believing. I know all my buddies think that. I was on the phone with my buddy Tommy Keaton. Oh, he's coming here. I was on the phone last night with Joey, Joey Jet, Joey Lazuski. Oh, he's coming here. You know, talking to Joey and Clark, the great Joey Torriello. Oh, he's coming here. Uh, really? I mean, what? why would you think that? Kenny Scarbaggio, oh, he's coming here. What? what, do you, what why would I think that? Now, these are all the great, <clears throat> this is a laundry list of the great Jet fans that are out there. I don't buy it for a second. But maybe after four days in the dark, <laughs> Maybe Rogers comes out and, like I said, he sees the sees the light, and the light says New York Jets. We can only hope that that's the case. I still think Jimmy Garoppolo will be the quarterback, and if Jimmy Garoppolo is not the quarterback, well, we're we're in big trouble. But then what's new? Unbelievable. All right, we didn't go to the Oda Payne podcast. Uh, I, look, I got to get into this thing with Kevin Durant. I, how about Kevin Durant? What? Freaking, my, who can you think of a of an athlete in New York that hosed the franchise he came to in New York more than this guy? And I'm not a fan of the Brooklyn Nets, but what a disgrace! You know, I feel bad for my my buddy Evan Roberts, my my longtime partner. I really do. 
and anybody that's a fan of the Nets, a real fan of the Nets, they got so screwed by this guy, it's unbelievable. This guy came here four years ago. They make this trade for Durant, right? Make the unbelievable. Make the deal for Durant, whatever it was, whatever they gave up, the sun, the moon, the stars, the firstborn, whatever. They give him all this money knowing that he's not going to play for a year. So they make the deal for him. So he sits out the first year because he's recovering from that knee injury he got with Golden State, right? Okay, so he's he's sitting out the first freaking year. He's not playing. And they're all happy about it. You know, all these Net fans are all, oh, yeah, it's fine. We got Durant, da, 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 you know? Then, of course, he brings in Kyrie Irving, and we know what happened with Kyrie. He couldn't wait to get the hell out of here when the Nets, you know, wouldn't give him that contract, that max contract. But we know Kyrie's already, you know, you know, he's he, he's a little out there, Kyrie. You know, and Kyrie thinks the world is flat yet. You know what I'm saying? So, we, we you know, we, we know the issues he had, the stuff with the anti-Semitism, all of that, the vaccine, even though he got vilified for that, and I had no issue with that. I mean, you don't want the vaccine, you don't want it. You know, they made him look like a bad guy because of that, but whatever. You know, Kyrie, he's out there. But Kevin Durant, the guy comes here, gets all this money, doesn't play the first year, misses the whole first year. The second year, it looks like they finally got something going. They win a round in the playoffs. They get to the second round in the playoffs. They're playing Milwaukee. They got a 2-0 lead in the series. They wind up blowing the series. Milwaukee goes on and wins the NBA title. Year three, Durant. Starts out the year, you know, and winds up getting hurt. <clears throat> he gets hurt. It's unbelievable. The guy gets hurt again. He misses like 20, 25 games, whatever the, whatever the number is. And the Nets, you know, win like two of the 25 he doesn't play. They eventually find their way into the play-in tournament last year, right? They get into the play-in tournament last year. They win that tournament. They get into the playoffs, and they get whacked by the Celtics. They get swept. They lose game one in Boston, a game they probably should have won. They lose it in the closing seconds, right? And then they wind up getting swept by the Celtics unceremoniously out of the playoffs. The year starts this year with Durant. Durant proclaims before the year starts, he wants to get traded. I want to be traded. Oh, what a shock. Durant wants out again. Somehow they managed to keep him there. They get rid of Steve Nash. Remember, also, don't, let's not forget, Durant gets Kenny Atkinson fired as head coach of the Nets, and Kenny Atkinson was a terrific coach, okay? He, he's still, to me, I, I think, was he an assistant with the Warriors, I think, now? But he was a terrific coach. So he gets Atkinson fired, brings in his buddy Steve Nash, who's clearly over his head, you know? I mean, he could be working for, uh, for the government right now. He's so freaking over his head. <laughs> Steve Nash is the head coach of, of, the, uh, of the Nets. Right? I mean, terrible, right? But that's Durant's guy. He wants him. He brings him in, okay? So let's not forget that. So anyway, so now we fast forward to the beginning of this year. Durant, of course, wants a trade. Of course he wants a trade. Oh, of course. I want to be traded. I want to go. Of course he does. But they keep him. They fire Nash. They bring in Jock Vaughn. And all of a sudden, the Nets take off. They win 18 out of 20 games, right? 12 games in a row. And you're finally saying, wow, maybe this is it, you know? Maybe the Nets are finally, you know, maybe now finally going to be that team. Maybe I'm finally getting the year that I've waited for forever if I'm a fan of the Nets. 18 out of 20, they're on their way. They're right behind Boston in the division. Let me take a little shot of coffee here again. And you're all excited if you're a Nets fan. 
Durant's playing great. Kyrie's playing great. Nick Claxton all of a sudden <clears throat> is becoming a star. You know, you, you're all excited if you're a fan of the, of the Brooklyn Nets. And then what happens? What always happens? Durant gets hurt. Oh, what a surprise. You know, just like a bear shitting in the woods, Kevin Durant gets hurt. Oh, my God. Like the sun coming up in the morning, right? The moon and the stars at night, Durant gets hurt. Of course he does. Of course he does. And the Nets kind of keep their heads above water a little bit while Durant's out, right? They're trying to, you know, they're not playing terrible. They're still like, you know, 11, 10, 10, 11 games over 500. Kyrie's playing well. Claxton's playing well. They got Joe Harris back. Uh, you know, different guys on the team. Cam Thomas is getting 40 points three games in a row. All it is. And saying, okay, you know, Durant comes back, we'll be fine. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Kyrie says, as we approach the deadline, you don't get he's working on a contract with the Nets. If I don't get a max deal, I want to be traded. Oh, Kyrie. What do they do? They trade him. They trade him to the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, fine. <clears throat> Nobody hears anything from Durant. Okay, you know. And you're thinking to yourself, you know, maybe finally now, Kevin Durant now has a chance that he could say, really do something for his legacy and say, look, you know what? Kyrie's gone. I'm going to put this team on my back now and try to lead the Brooklyn Nets to an NBA title, right? You would think that's maybe what Durant's thinking as we're waiting for him to come back from yet another injury, of course. Right? Nah. All of a sudden, two nights ago, I'm, I got the TV on. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. I always put out, put on sports night at 6 o'clock in the morning on SNY. Right? If they really film it the night before, but they always replay it at 6 o'clock, 6.30, 7 o'clock, you know, for a couple hours in the morning. So at 6 o'clock, I'm always up early because our cat, my, my wonderful, beloved cat Iggy gets us up, you know, 4.30 in the morning every day, basically, quarter to five as he's jumping on the mirror and, you know, all over, you know, cooing all over the place to get us up. So I'm up early. We're up early, my wife and I. So I always put sports night on at six o'clock, right? So six o'clock comes the other day, two days ago, and I put it on sports night. There is no sports night. They're selling that stupid dating show, whatever the hell it is, that SNY has on it. They have like these people go to, they, they meet or whatever at a, I have a date at City Field. That's, you know, that's where I want my first date to be if I'm trying to pick a girl up. You know, I tell this to Joey Torriello all the time. Joey, your first date with a girl doesn't isn't going to like a Met game where you're going to sit there and scream at the Mets. You know, that's not the way to go. <laughs> but they got this stupid dating show on SNY that they put on. Okay. So I'm like, why the hell? Where's sports night? What? They couldn't get an anchor? What's going on here? Michelle Margot wasn't available? I mean, I, I don't know. Where's Eamon McEnany? I, I, I have no idea, right? Right. So all of a sudden. Right. I, I, I don't know what it was. I think I pop on. Did I pop on Sports Center? I forget what it was. Oh, no, no. I'm actually watching. I think I guess we were watching Fox News. Right. I guess we were doing that. And they and all of a sudden they come on. Kevin Durant. Was traded to the Suns. What? <laughs> Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns. So now I know why Sports Night wasn't on. Because they did the show from the night before. So. Durant got traded at like three o'clock in the morning. The deal got finalized. Now I know that why there was no sports night because of that. Unbelievable. On but Kevin Durant, don't let the goddamn door hit you in the ass on the way out. 
Has there ever been anybody that screwed New York more than this guy? What a disgrace. He gave them nothing. One playoff series win in four years. Most of the time he was hurt. I mean, I, I think he, he missed more games than he played, right? And he gets Kenny Atkinson fired, Steve Nash fired, the whole disaster with James Harden, the whole disaster with Kyrie Irving. What a freaking disgrace. <laughs> Thank God that this guy didn't wind up with the Knicks. You know, all the Knicks fans were, oh, they were, you know, they're all jealous of the Nets because they got they got Durant. Are you still jealous of the Nets now, Knicks fans? Aren't you happy that this freaking guy didn't come to the garden? Aren't you happy? What a disgrace. This guy had a chance to really build his legacy, and he didn't want to do it. Please. He chickened out, just like he did in Oklahoma City. You know, he had to jump. He had to go play for the ready-made championship team in Golden State, and everybody went gaga because he had two great years. They won two titles. Yeah, because he teamed up with Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, right? A team that had already won an NBA title, right? They, they didn't need Kevin Durant to win, but he needed them to win. And then he comes to Brooklyn, and he craps out completely here, screws Brooklyn, you can't more than you can say, and can't wait to get the hell out of town and go somewhere else. Now to the Phoenix Suns. What a disgrace. <laughs> I, I really, I, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm not even a Net fan. But I am incensed by this guy. He freaking hosed the Brooklyn Nets. Goodbye. Good riddance. I hope he never never gets near an, an NBA title again. Give me a break, Kevin Durant. Oh, God. What a goddamn disgrace that is. Oh, man. Oh. oh unbelievable. All right, let's get our uh, sponsors in here. My, my guys at DraftKings, and I want to thank them again. They've been great uh, uh, two years now with us. And are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet, can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hours Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app. App every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern, and check it out and see what prop bet will be boosted. Now, I mentioned already that I like the Chiefs getting a point and a half in this game. I really do. I mean, if I had to bet who the MVP is, it probably got to think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. Am I excited for the Super Bowl? No, not really, because after 54 years, I've had enough that my team's never there. I got to tell you, and I'm getting a little tired of the Chiefs. I mean, I, you know, they're becoming the Patriots in a lot of ways. But I like the Chiefs to win this game. Uh, if I had to bet an over-under, how many sacks did the Philadelphia Eagles defense get? And to me, that's the story of this game. The Eagles defensive line, Hassan Reddick, you know, Graham, all these guys going up against – uh, Kansas City and going after Patrick Mahomes. That to me is where the game's going to be won or lost. So that might be my prop bet. Looking for a prop bet? How many sacks will the Eagle defensive line get? But download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code O to Pain, O H T H E P A I N. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code O the Pain. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Uh, see the show notes 
for details. Don't forget the disclaimer. If you got a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. That's 877-8-HOPE, H-O-P-E-N-Y. You can text HOPE-NY, 467-369-NY as well. DraftKings, thank you again for another great year. Of course, the Adidas discount tires, check them out. My son Johnny's got to be happy. It looks like Derek Carr is going to wind up being his quarterback. At least that's what the signs are pointing that way right now. Go check him out. Go check out his boss, Harry, uh, Rivervale, uh, Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. You need tires. You need any work done on your car. The place to go, Anita Discount Tire. Tell him Beningo sent you. And, of course, last but certainly not least, the Hackensack Brewing Company will be there a week from tonight. With our next live podcast, check us out Friday, February 17th. You know the deal. Uh, less than 10, look at 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, 30 seconds um, off of uh, Route 4 in Hackensack. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, uh, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, New Jersey, right behind the tombstones. No tombstone for me there yet. We're working on it. Nevertheless, <laughs> check us out. I want to thank Mike Jones. I want to thank TJ and Herb and everybody and Andre, everybody, all my buddies over at the Hackensack Brewing Company. Check us out a week from tonight, February 17th, our next live podcast. Uh, We will be there. We'll have some surprises for you. We'll let you know who's going to be there with us. We're working on a couple things right now. So check us out about 7 o'clock or so uh, next Friday night, February 17th, at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And again, We thank them for uh, all the support that they have given us. And don't forget, while you're there, don't forget to check out my Oh The Pain beer. Got to have it. Got to try it. All right. I wish I could tell you that I'm all pumped up for this Super Bowl. I'm really not. I'm not. You know? I'll watch it. I've seen all 56 of the previous Super Bowls. I will definitely watch this again, being the NFL uh, historian, if you want to call that of me, which I believe I am. Okay? I would say that's what I am. My wife is certainly agreeing with that. you know, I'll be there watching it, but I'm, you know, really, I'm tired of, of of the of the Chiefs. The Chiefs are starting to become what the Patriots were a little bit. You know, every year in the damn Super Bowl, enough of them already. The Eagles, eh, I got no great love for the Eagles. I, I, you know, either way, you know, remember the Jets have never ever beaten the Eagles in their history, and they play them this year because the Jets play the NFC East this year. So, AFC East versus NFC East. I'm picking the Chiefs, laying a point, uh, getting the point and a half in the game. Uh, the over-under is 50. I would probably bet the under. I'm probably probably going to be more low scoring than you think. Uh, I'll go with Mahomes being the MVP. We'll see how his ankle is, uh, that high ankle sprain. I know it's two weeks now since he played. We'll see how he's affected going into this game on uh, Sunday night. So, But anyway, Super Bowl 57, the end of the football season. Really, football ended uh, when the conference championships ends. That's really the end of football for me because the Super Bowl is for everybody but the hardcore football fan. You know, oh, let's watch the commercials. Oh, let's watch the halftime show. Rihanna's the halftime show this year, you know? And it's all this pomp and circumstances. And around all that, you got a football game going. You know what I mean? So there you go. So I, you know, but I'm picking, I'm picking the Chiefs and I can't get excited. You know, I'll be excited for the Super Bowl when my team's in it. And I doubt I'll be on the earth when that happens. But nevertheless, let's hope we get Aaron Rodgers. What can I tell you? Before I wrap up, two other quick notes. LeBron James uh, passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA. Yeah, everybody talks about the greatest of all time. 
in the history of, of professional basketball. There's a lot of guys. You know, there's so many guys I could make a case for being the greatest of all time. And LeBron's in the, in the, in the running. LeBron's one of them. You got LeBron. You got Kareem. You got Will Chamberlain. You got Bill Russell. You got Michael Jordan. You got Kobe Bryant. You got Magic Johnson. You got Larry Bird. You can make a case for any one of those guys. You could even throw in the big O, Oscar Robertson. You can make a case for any one of those guys being the greatest player in the history of basketball. Any one of them. So for me to sit here and say one guy is more than the other, no, 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 no. And if you're basing it just on championships, well, then the the hands-down winner is Bill Russell because he won 11 championships in 13 years. Nobody won as many as him. Nobody. Nobody. And remember, his teammate, the great Hondo John Havlicek, actually won eight, and nobody talks about that. So we could talk about the GOAT. We could say LeBron. We could say Jordan. It's a lot of guys. Like I said, it's LeBron. It's Jordan. It's Kareem. It's Russell. It's Wilt. It's Kobe. It's Larry Bird. It's Magic. It's Oscar. All of those guys. One, you could make a case for any one of them being the greatest of all time. And one more thing. For some reason, I have gotten into women's college basketball this year, okay? And I've been following UConn. And it really is – the job Gito Oriema has done there over the all the hundreds of years he's been there is just unbelievable. And I was watching – they did something the other day that uh, – this is one of the most mind-boggling stats I've ever seen. And I know they've won like 11 championships. I think he's got six – uh, undefeated teams. They had that streak of winning over 100 games or whatever it was. But how about this 100 games in a row, whatever it was, they won 100 in a row, 102, whatever whatever it was that they UConn women did. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. Wednesday night, they lost their second game in a row. They lost to South Carolina, the number one team in the country who's won 29 in a row, the defending national champion who beat UConn in the championship game last year. Sunday, they lost to South Carolina in Hartford. Wednesday, they lost their second game in a row to Marquette in in Milwaukee. It is the first time in 30 years, think about this, that the UConn women have lost two games in a row. 30 years! They were 74-0 after a loss in the last 30 years. What a stat. Gino Oriema, unbelievable. Enjoy the Super Bowl. All the love.